0: Hello everyone, this is Lori Lee Rourke from the It's Not About Food podcast, and I'm so happy to be here today and talk to you about the body love card, Inhabit. On the front of the card is the goddess is kind of shaking her booty, she's dancing, there's a bongo drums in the back, and, and the little deer, dog, animal, power animal person is also dancing, And uh, sort of like the whole card is about inhabiting your body or just being in your body and being with music and being with it. So the text is, inhabit means to live in our bodies, not in our heads. When we learn to be present in our bodies, to move out of the obsessive thinking and into our feelings, we can learn to identify and meet our physical, emotional, and spiritual needs. First, we must be aware that we are in the obsession, in the thinking, in the head. Then we can use our breath to bring our awareness into our body and explore what we are experiencing in our bodies. So today we're talking to Emily, and she is really great that she picked this card because she really does inhabit her body all her work, everything that she does and habits, and it's beautiful to watch and see. So I'm going to have her kind of tell us what she's been doing lately and sort of what's up, and then we'll have a talk about this card and this idea of inhabiting our bodies. Hi there, Loralee. Thanks so much for having me on your podcast.
1: This is so wonderful. I thought this was a great time to revisit the cards and check in so isn't that the truth yeah yeah definitely <laughs> and you know obviously we're in some strange times right now being in a shelter in place order and working from home we're all kind of in the same storm but in different boats of how we're getting through these times i am a event manager for a large nonprofit here in town and so March 11th, we had to start canceling all of our events and there were big changes and everything was happening really quickly. And then we're all working from home and my day to day has just changed so much. I mean, again, like everybody that I'm a tactical logistical planner, make things happen in person experiences and having to do a lot of shifting to working alone and away from my team and figuring out how to be creative with new technologies when you can't really connect with people face to face. So learning lots of new things, pivoting, finding ways to still make an impact. So while it's overwhelming and kind of exhausting and frustrating and having to learn new things and technologies, it's also been a really great way to kind of shake things up, learn new ways to do my jobs better, learn new ways to connect with people, focus on what's really important. And so what I've been doing, I'm feeling a lot less stressed my job. My job's just a lot. um, But what I'm really enjoying, to be honest with the shelter in place orders is like, this is kind of the slowdown. I kind of secretly wish I could always do for myself (laughs) without feeling bad because I'm a big and don't want to let people down, right? Right to spend more time with my introverted side. I'm very outgoing by nature. I'm very ambitious. I'm a community organizer. I'm on the board for a nonprofit homeless outreach coalition. So I put a lot of love and care and action into the things I care about. So now I'm being forced to sit with myself by myself at home all day, figuring out how to focus and get excited about creating things and being creative when I don't have people around me to energize me. And it's just been really interesting. So I'm taking it in stride and really thinking, okay, how can I make the best of this situation with the time that we have with this weird, crazy pause that we've been given? And how can I find the silver lining every day? And so one of the things I've noticed just sitting with myself more like, First thing was taking advantage of time. I'm not driving in the car to work every day. All that hour, hour and a half of sitting in traffic, commuting, getting to and from the office. That's a gift of time being given back to me. What can I do for myself each day of things I never said I had time for? Like meditating, riding my bike, playing with my plants, just slowing down, reading, doing things that I always said I didn't have time for because they weren't productive or impactful or meaningful to anybody else, but just for myself. So it's been a really big shift in being selfish in a good way. Like, oh, I have nothing but all this time. So I'm kind of exploring, definitely inhabiting more of my physical body and not treating myself like I'm just a machine to go, go, go and build and do, that I can inhabit my body to be and exist more and kind of be still and explore. And it's helped me kind of refocus on intuitive eating, like what are my natural rhythms during the day instead of having to eat before I have to get in the car or, or lunch between meetings in person. You know, I have much more flexibility with listening to my body and my sleeping patterns and my productivity patterns and when I'm actually hungry. So, it's been very interesting. I do have the privilege of not having young children at home with me. I know a lot of my coworkers aren't having a great time working from home.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right, right now, either
1: their husbands or partners are also home or their kids are crawling all over them. So I'm especially grateful and privileged that just right now I get to sit at home with my cats, with myself, <laughs> just explore all
0: day. So that's kind of where I'm at with everything. So how's it been to sort of inhabit that Inhabit your home and inhabit your body and not your head and not your work. It's been an adjustment and it's
1: one of those where I think when anything you start making behavior changes on things, even though there's something you wanted, it's still uncomfortable. And then sitting in that in between like, no, remember, this is good for us. This is what we wanted. Like it feels so unnatural not to be doing all those things. So it's lots of, lots of like kind of reparenting, talking myself through things. It's okay, we're gonna be all right. We're just gonna sit here right now. Like lots of just really gentle self-talk and thinking things through like, okay, we can't go do that. Remember, this is just our reaction to things. So thinking about how to sit with things as they come and not just move on to the next thing. I kind of resist routine at a weird core <laughs> level, like a morning routine. I've tried to get into a morning routine or an evening routine, but I'm actually realizing because I've had time to play with it every day and habit my body and what like, okay, well what actually really works? It's kinda of like a diet one size fits all morning routine doesn't work for everybody. And here I am thinking, Oh, I should have this perfect morning routine, but really what works for me in the mornings? What's the best way for me to get up and get started? I need a little bit more time with my cats and my coffee before I start brushing my hair, and get ready to go to my desk.
0: You're finding out your own natural rhythms, it sounds like. Yeah. I mean, it's still
1: hard. I mean, because the world's in a real crazy place and weird depression kind of creeps in and out. There's a lot of grief, especially the first month of being at home, of grief of the loss of events and in-person experiences and hopes and dreams and all the concerts and just like personal plans we have with people and realizing all the things you're not going to be able to do. But then again, like instead of anxiety comes and goes, it's not perfect every day today. I'm feeling pretty good. But a couple weeks ago, it was pretty wild and dark and weird place to be in. But just really coming back to like, okay what are we doing? What do I really want to be spending my time on? I've really been looking at my people pleasing and my time management and just like how I say yes to things because it feels good, but really like I need to be saying yes to myself more and making more time for myself and thinking about when things do start opening back up again, how much more protective of my time I'm going to be. So yeah, it's a lot of self-talk. Exploring things with my body and really inhabiting my body so this time's really been good for the right here right now I keep using that mantra like okay right here right now like I can't freak out about all the millions of things that are uncertain we don't know about everybody's opinions and fears right here right now where am I sitting in this house that I'm grateful right. for. We have jobs.
0: Thank God right now. I got this kitty. I got this other kitty. Yeah. I got this <laughs> I this like, man. I have this car. I have this grass.
1: Right? Yeah. Yeah. So lots of grounding, I guess, coming back to that. Like lots of gratitude. Like I'm already kind of a natural, like gratitude, just thinking I'm lucky. Things are wonderful. Things are always working out for me kind of mindset, but just for real real right here right now gratitude like I have clothes on my back I have enough food in my freezer I'm sure I'll be able to find the toilet paper I need it's okay right now I have what I need I am safe so it's still been hard I kind of wrestle with that part of me that just feels like I need to be out there doing I'm not doing enough I'm just calming that insane action jumpy side of me right And I've never been able to do that without, oh, I'm going to let these people down or I can't say no to that. I already signed up for this. So I'm able to just soothe myself more. Well,
0: just reading this here, it says, first, we must be aware that we're even in the obsession, (laughs) in the thinking, in the head. And that's what all that is, because, oh, my God, I'm not doing enough, is just a thought. And if you really look at what you do, it's not a true thought even at all. So ridiculous. (laughs) Right. So you can kind of go, well, wait a minute. Why am I getting on myself about this? And usually that's just a reaction to you don't want to feel what you're feeling, which is nobody's in charge and we're just going million miles an hour. What's happening? <laughs> just figuring it
1: out, <laughs> out second by second.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that we don't know, but we can use our breath to bring us back to the very moment that we're in. And Okay. And I love what you just said about trying to find your own morning routine. Like right now, you do have the luxury, or we all have the luxury, of finding what that is. And what is your natural way of eating? And what is your natural way of moving in the world? I mean, really, our wings all got clipped. Even if you if you are in a job that you are going to every day, like some people do still go, but they still can't do everything that they wanted to do or they used to do. You just can't. It's just the way it is, like you're saying. The gyms aren't open, things aren't open, the mall's not open. It was very hard for me to wrap my head around it. I'm very independent and do whatever I want to do usually. And I was thinking, oh, I can't stand being in here. I know, I'll drive down to the beach. Oh yeah, the beach is closed. <laughs> oh, yeah. huh. I'll take the dogs yeah. to the dog park. Oh, the dog park is closed, you know. I mean everything I came up with is like, nope, that's not happening right now. Yeah. So it's very weird. It's weird to get our heads wrapped around that we can't do what we normally Want to do and can do and used to do. Yeah. I think a lot of us are
1: realizing, like, things we take for granted, freedoms. I mean, I know I'm not like, oh, my civil liberties are being imposed on. I'm definitely all about, yeah, let's stay home and not let this thing get out of control. (laughs) But... Just realizing how much I take for granted, just being able to get together with friends for lunch or yeah. just go on the walking trails or the river like I want to. On the first month of all of this, I was still really worried about walking around my neighborhood and I'd see a kid coming down the street on a bicycle and I was like, oh, get away from me. You know? <laughs> like, <laughs> I just... And what's been really, I just really, what's been really hard for me too, is like, I'm such a sensitive empath when I was going to the store. So right now we've decided my husband, because he has to go out to work every day. He's in construction. It's essential. So we're like, okay, he's the only one going to stores, going into businesses, because he's already out there to just kind of lessen the impact. So I was trying to go to stores before we decided on this. It was so hard for me to be scared and worried about other people and bring it away from me
0: because I hug strangers and homeless people. I'm just not I know exactly what you mean. I wanna to talk to people and ask them, What are you doing? What's up with you? And do you have a picture of your kid? Let me see the picture, you know, and we've got our heads together and <laughs> I've never yeah. met that person in my life. I know, I'm the same way, in front of them and in all up in their stuff, and they're in mine, and we're fine. And we just can't do that right now. It's so weird. Usually when you want to help somebody, that means you're with them, to me, that you're with, they're not alone, and you're there with them. Mm -hmm. And this one is, if you want to help somebody, you stay away from them. And that is so weird to me, but it is true. Yeah, we are trying... in
1: the mindset of we might be asymptomatic so we're trying to protect my husband's parents that live a mile from us they're in their home where we do porch drops and visit from the sidewalk but it's so hard not to go in and spend time with them because we don't want them to be lonely you know and my mom's at a home up in napa and i want to go visit her from a distance but i'm too scared because she lives with so many other people so it's just it's so hard because you want to be with people and we can't be. Even with my friends, I normally don't really like to talk on the phone with friends. I'm like, can we just hang out? Could you just come over? Can I meet you for lunch or coffee? Because I get really energized in person, just being around Mm -hmm. people. So it's definitely been a challenge. My little heart is hurting for that. But then again, I feel like I can unselfishly like, oh, All that love I give to everybody else, I can finally just, I guess, just pour it into myself because I'm the only person
0: I'm hanging out with these days. (laughs) Right. So might as well treat her nice so she'll hang out with me tomorrow. Right. Like, oh, I guess we're going to just sit with this for a while and see what's going on in there a little bit more. So tell me when you were sort of struggling in your life before to be present in your body and not in your head. You know, I always had a plan, so I was in the, we was in to- the plan, right? So when I just had to go, I don't know what a plan is. I have just have to just be with myself and wait until I'm hungry, and then I'll do what I do. So how did you work your way around into that idea.
1: Yeah, it was really hard. I did self-care intermittently. I talk about it on my Instagram page, but I talk about it because I need to, because I need to remind myself. So when I do it, I try to remind other people (laughs) to do it. I have workaholic tendencies. My dad's an insane workaholic. I'm always trying to balance everything. So, And I'm in my head driving all the time, like projects, events, people, relationships, communications, my head, my head, my head. And since Mm -hmm. I healed so much of my body image issues and all those other kinds of things. It's just been more in my head. My body is just my body, this vehicle that carries me around. I can stop having a bunch of feelings about it now. Right. I just build this life. But now it's like, oh, my body just like just being forced to sit down. Like I'm noticing the inactivity of being at home. I'm just more sedentary. And usually I'm up walking around the office loading trucks or going to an event, moving around. So just, I get in a lot of steps naturally from just doing my job. And um, like I'm like, oh, my hips are really sore from sitting all the time. I have to put way more effort into just moving around and I have a tiny house, not like a tiny home, but 900 square foot house. There's not a lot of
0: walking around. Yeah, all this stuff was built in to our lives. Now we're having to recreate the whole Situation because my work is the same thing as I'm sitting down a lot. I have to force myself when I take a break to get up and go out. No, the break is not sitting down for a cup of tea. The break is get the hell out of here for a few minutes and walk around the yard or something. Yeah, yeah, going outside. But the good thing about being working from home
1: this time is that I actually do take lunch breaks and other breaks throughout the day, which I didn't before because I was like, oh, I'm in a mode. I don't seat at my desk or I don't like to take breaks because my focus and my concentration gets broken. And if I'm on a creative jam, like I don't want to <laughs> bother myself with eating or anything to fuel my mind. God uh, forbid
0: going to the bathroom or anything. Yeah, anything really necessary. Had,
1: yeah. <laughs> like, it's such a pain <laughs> in the butt. Like the last few years I'd gotten more away from where 10 years ago I was obsessed about food all the time. And then now I'm like my God, such a pain in the butt to think ahead and plan for myself and when I got to eat and getting the right stuff. So I kind of went the opposite way of right. having then it feel like a pain in the butt um, instead of my biggest right. priority.
0: So And now you're coming back to kind of a center place of more balanced about that.
1: Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay. I don't like to eat a full breakfast before I'd have to get in the car at 7.30 in the morning. I'm not really hungry, hungry till like nine o'clock, but then I'm in meetings at nine o'clock. So Being at home's been better because I can eat a lunch at 11 and a small thing at 2. I don't really like a big meal right in the middle of the day. And I'm like, oh, isn't that interesting? I can figure that out about myself. That's what really works for me now.
0: I think that is the biggest thing. That's a gift if we can get it. We get to see our own natural rhythms. When am I tired? How much sleep do I need? How much water do I really want? We get away from that because we get in our head or in our work or in our whatever and now you're getting into your body and it's a whole new thing.
1: Yeah, I've really been trying to sink into guilt-free laziness, making the weekends feel a lot different, really forcing myself to not operate off of to-do lists and things I have to accomplish on the weekends and just kind of ping pong or floating around the house from little project to little project. Oh, I'm going to listen to my audiobook and go sit in my hammock and I'm just going to tumble oh. around in the garage for a little bit and then maybe I'll... Play with my plants, so I'm just, or maybe I'm just gonna sit down all day today. But I'm glad I have a little hobbies. I'm glad I got a lot of house plants and succulents just in my life already, so I have things to
0: <laughs> meddle with, with and play with. Yeah, yeah, I love that. If there was a little girl somewhere in the world, and she was where you were when you were younger, and somebody said, "Well, you know, really, what the trick is for you to inhabit." your body, what would you tell her when she's like, no, I don't really want to be in here. It's too painful or it's too confusing. What I'd say is think about your body like,
1: not to sound super cheesy, but like your best friend, it's going to always be with you. And like this time where we are just literally faced with just ourselves, we better be more okay with it because that's all you've got. And So I wish that I had developed that early on because early on, I separated myself from my body, eating disorder stuff, body dysmorphia, and I just wished that I had cared about my body more as part of my whole person, like seeing myself as this whole person and not as a separate thing. This is my vehicle, not this thing I have to abuse to make it look a certain way to be treated a certain way. This is my container for life.
0: (laughs) Yeah. If I don't have one of these, I don't get to be here.
1: Yeah. Not just something that's propping up my noggin that's getting me and achieving all the things I want out of my life. So inhabiting your body as a young person, I mean, I don't know what I could have done then, but really just developing your relationship with yourself and your body more early like you are one. Like I feel like the last five years, I've been focusing more on being my own best friend and not needing somebody else to just go do something and enjoy something with. There's a lot of emotional and physical work that goes into it too, being able to be in your own mind and be comfortable there sometimes. But being committed to self-improvement and doing that work and getting comfortable with it. I'm 40 and just like getting super comfortable with being by myself and in my own mind all the time and not being in motion. So I wish that I'd had done that sooner and been more connected to my body and not just been like, oh, I need to achieve with my brain and really feel like I have to treat my body better and fuel it better so that it can take me where I need to go. So just really trying to stay more. Just that mind-body connection, I just think should be something that's taught earlier on because we shouldn't have to work this hard to get back into ourselves. (laughs) It seems so weird that we're not naturally
0: there. Well, we are naturally there. Look at a little baby or a little kid. They are totally in their body. They're in their heads. They're in their feelings. They're in their their heart. You know, they know they're good with it. They're all good with it. And then something happens, and they get further and further away. And then we have to learn. We have to go to a group and learn how to get back into it. And it's really a kind of a weird thing, but... I think about if I had had somebody in my life when I was younger that was like you, that could say, you know, it's going to be fine. This body is going to be your friend for your whole life. It's okay. You don't have to worry about it. I would hope that that would have been a voice in the wilderness that I actually got to hear. And that would be great because I did not hear anything like that. That's for sure.
1: And I think like babies naturally inhabit their bodies. Exactly. So that we grow out of it and have to come back to it.
0: And then somewhere along the line, we lose that. But what would it have been like if you had heard somebody come in and tell you, you know what, sweetheart, this is going to be your best friend, this body, your whole life. It's going to be fine. You may not like it because of the culture you live in, but just take care of it and love it and be really nice to her because it has to last you your whole life. (laughs) What would that be like if you'd heard
1: that? (laughs) I wish one person did because again, it was like, a lesson in, like, you can see it, how you learn to uninhabit your body. Like, I used to be really active in dance and ballet. And yeah chubbier I got because of emotional issues and stuff, I inhabited it less and less. Nobody ever said, hey, it's okay. This is your body. Like, make friends with it. This is what you have. Because everybody's like, oh, you need to change your body. Your body's not good enough. There's so right. much rhetoric around that. Somebody had really sat down and just told me. Might have still taken me a while, but just knowing that an adult had said something and given me permission to stay with my body, I would have at least tried to keep a closer connection and don't think I would have gotten as disconnected as most of us probably do.
0: I agree. I, I think about instead of when we're younger, people saying, oh, you're too tall, you're too short, you're too white, you're too freckly. you're too dark, you're too whatever and just however way you came everybody was happy that you were there I mean what that would have been that would not be our culture because nobody could sell you anything <laughs> but um, to change how you looked but it would be so much easier on our little selves
1: yeah and even when like I was trying to heal my body relationship and going through recovery stuff and starting to learn to, exercise and move my body for joy and just because bodies are meant to move and it feels good, just undoing all of the attachments and outcomes and punishment that people put on it. And so I really feel glad that I've done that work because now I can move around and really focus on getting into my body when I am doing a yoga class or now I do virtual workouts with my personal trainer on Zoom once a week and I do yoga with Erica every once in a while and I got a yoga ball and I've been playing on that during the day and taking breaks and that's kind of fun. I'm trying to bring the fun and enjoyment, for real enjoyment back into Moving around. So I got my beach cruiser fixed up. It had been rusty <laughs> and sitting against the fence for the last three summers. Oh, and my nice. My and I fixed it up, and I can just ride through the neighborhood and feel the wind in my hair like a little kid now. And I go as fast as I can to get my heart rate up and just like, wee! Oh, <laughs> have some fun. That is some so trying sweet. To spend this time getting more into that. I love inhabiting my body in a hammock. That's my favorite thing of the year (laughs) (laughs) of this time is having a hammock as well so just trying to to spend more time settling into my body during this time like okay it's just me
0: and you kid (laughs) so great I love that image of you on your little beach cruiser with the wind in your hair, just running, you know, riding down the street. I mean, how great that we have that luxury to do that right now. It might be gone in two months. So why not enjoy what we have right now,
1: really? Exactly. Like I want to do as much as I can now so that I know when life picks back up, even though now it seems like we don't really know at all what the next 18 months are going to look like. But how can I keep these newer habits and tendencies of staying connected. At least I feel like I have a new baseline now. Yeah. So I'll try to stay this connected. I know I can't be once life picks up again in the real world, but I know I will at least have this time to really sit with myself and know what's right for me. And I think where I'm at in general in my life, like turning 40 this year is really coming to terms with my own mental stuff of this is just who I am or these are the things I can stop working on this is just my personality trait something I can fix or is a defect of any kind like so really inhabiting that space too and just like okay I'm just going to stop trying to be different or better at all these other things and just really inhabit like who I am right now and who I'm becoming and Uh, Diving deeper and other ways, getting settled into this (laughs) life and body.
0: Yes, I think it's so good. So I love what you just said about that. I'm thinking about that. So let's talk about this card back to today. Would you read that last part there? Today, I will practice checking in with myself throughout the
1: day and notice what my thoughts are. I will then bring my awareness to my breathing, take a few deep breaths and notice where I am holding tension in my body. I will ask myself, what am I feeling in my body? I will allow myself to come home and practice being present in my body.
0: Oh. I like that idea of coming home to our body, Mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. And inhabit all of our lives. What a great thing that is, no matter what's going on, even if we're in the middle of a pandemic, inhabit that. Yeah,
1: and really just being so present. Again, I feel like it's this Zen Buddhist dream of being present and in the now, right? But I feel like I'm able to do that more now than ever. The more I'm able to talk myself out of the anxiety, you know, most of the time I spend right here, right now. Okay, we're going down that rabbit hole. Let's bring it back. I can only work on today we literally don't know what tomorrow holds more now than ever so
0: yeah it's like that that word kiss keep it simple sweetheart <laughs> yes. stay in this minute that's all we got to get through right now
1: thank you this has been really great to revisit this and keep holding this as a priority
0: to inhabit the only space that i have that i own i agree thank you so much for being here
1: my pleasure, Loralee. Thanks so much for the work you do and for doing this podcast and bringing this out to the world. We appreciate you.
0: Oh, thank you. And thank you for being on it and for the, all the work that you do. Thank you for listening. And be sure and follow me on Patreon, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and it's not about Thanks.